Here we go once again with another When I'm Not Podcasting. The next big thing on Instagram is influencers launching pay-to-follow private accounts. That's what we're going to talk about here on the program. As from BuzzFeed News, after growing tired of hosting their brands internally on Instagram, some influencers have started to diversify. We'll take the story from Stephanie McNeil, who writes that among people who create content, a trend has been emerging for the past few years. They talk about all the things that are going on when it comes to content creators. Artists and anyone in creative field tired of working for the man have turned directly to their patrons for support with great success. So we know about that. Patreon, Substack, among other things, you know, Super Chats, all these things to kind of make monetize their fandom, right? That's what they're trying to do. So hosting your entire business on Instagram has made your downsize. When an influencer is primarily living on Instagram, they're at the mercy of its app, its algorithm, and policy changes. The company has the power to delete any account for any reason, which will be ruinous for an influencer who built their platform solely on the app. So now influencers have started to diversify. There's a huge swell in newsletters from influencers over the past month with many urging followers to sign up for content they won't get on the app. Exclusive content, if you will. Some influencers are getting back into blogging as well. Some are taking a step further, launching Patreon-like paid Instagram accounts for devoted fans. So that's what's going on. Now, one in particular, Ashley Kane Harper, who focuses on life and style and homes design, launched Ashley Kane Studio this week. And she told friends that for $40 a year, they would get access to a private Instagram account where she would provide exclusive content. And that's the idea. Then there's others that have done the same thing, offering $35 a year to join. So again, very interesting one. They couldn't do annual subscriptions instead. Another park that they also offer, there are no ads on the thrift, uh, on, on their pages and all. Um, and subscriptions are managed through PayPal. How about that? So the business model is as analogous to many of the ones that podcasters use. So podcasts are done for free, like all of my programs are, but there are some that will do support via Patreon and it's similar to influencers. There are some influencers uh, that you can follow for years, sign up for paid content in a heartbeat, some that you wouldn't want to. But again, there are hiccups to growing these pages as they grow more popular. A spokesperson for Instagram told me that told this writer that paid pages are technically against this terms of service, although company tends to be hit or miss on which terms it chooses to enforce. Loop giveaways are not technically allowed either. So the plan is that they hope that Instagram will create a subscription-based model in the app at some point, and some of them would like to be beta tested as part of this. But again, influencers aren't stuck in a spot where they're trying to go ahead and find their way to continue to monetize. Because again, where else can you go and do? And that's what it comes down to. Not everybody can go ahead and find themselves over on, you know, a lot of things. Some people can't find themselves, you know, like an agent or a manager that might catch on with them, things like that. And those are kind of things that people want to go and keep an eye on. But again, influencer culture is around. And another show I want to take from Marketing Dive, they talk about cloud chasing accusations of influencer marketing. And marketers remain eager to tap into influencer culture. Um, we're seeing that right now. I mean, funny, I just saw a story. What was it for uh, some seltzer? Was it Michelob Seltzer, I think it was? And they just took the uh, busage, not the busage challenge, the um, what the silo- the red silhouette challenge. <laughs> they put it as now as the new thirst trap. 
So somebody decided to go very social viral with the ad, trying to get something out there. Very interesting to go and see that at all, all together. Another story I want to go and bring up as well from Vox.com is the creator economy a dystopia. So influencers can now let fans control their lives for money. This is where we're at with things, right? So here's what we got as well. So what's happening now is that tech people are finally realizing that no one's going to use a new app unless there is a possibility of getting rich and or famous off of it. And a slate of platforms emerging are trying to leverage that demand. Here's another thing you didn't realize, okay? So there's some new ones now. There's a aforementioned Control My Life app called New New. Although most of the content there seems to be around more around polls, whether asking whether you find a certain influencer hot or not. Peer Pop, which you can pay popular creators to say comment on your Instagram. Rally.io, where creators can launch their own digital currency that can be used to buy said creator creators exclusive content and clout market, which you can purchase NFTs, which is a new thing that's coming out right now, non-fungible tokens. They represent popular influencers whose worth rises and falls alongside their reputations. I haven't done an episode on NFTs. I really don't know enough about it. And I've really not been, I've dabbled a little bit in cryptocurrency, but really don't know enough of really to kind of be dangerous about it. I just feel it's, it's very volatile when I think about it. There's just really no basis or background for me to go and try to get into it. So creators have long known that in order to sustain a, build a sustainable career, they have to be adaptable to more than a single platform or revenue stream because the rules are shifting all the time. It's hard to imagine a significant number of creators will get rich off of creating their own knockoff bitcoins or selling TikTok comments alone, but some might, maybe, and the fact that some of these new apps are allowing fans to be part of the market as another way of democratizing the clout industry, however off-putting it sounds. Then the other part is, isn't it just more labor for a segment of workers who constantly say they're burnt out? And doesn't this just place the burden of supporting creators on their at, on their fans rather than the platforms and profit off of both of those groups? Of course, it would be great if influencers and audiences could steadily rely on platforms to have their best interests in mind rather than be hurriedly searching for the next two app to make them another 10% of their income. But again, we're all gig workers. So everybody that's doing this right now online, that is what we are. We're gigs. And... You know, some people are just willing to go ahead and try to do whatever it takes to become full time at it. And it really is just a point where you can't expect that. It's not easy to do that. That you just really need to realize maybe you can supplement the income. Because that's all you can really do with this. But again, that's what the gig economy is supposed to be. That's where I go with it. And in my podcast, I make a little bit off of it. That's what I do, and I never expect this is going to be something where I'm going to be completely encompassed. Now, my full-time work is a different story, but this here is tough. It's not that easy to go ahead and, I mean, really, you, you have to go ahead and find multiple avenues to go ahead and monetize to do it. But again, if you think you can go ahead and do it, and you can take multiple platforms and make some kind of an idea of how much you need to make, and think of how much content you can make it, and then you can find out how to reasonably do it, Instead of trying to go ahead and climb to get to that peak of full-time income supplemented by your fans, then don't expect that. Remember, that's the thing you don't want to do. So I want to leave it there. thought that would be a nice, interesting story to go and talk about. If the thought of getting paid for your content and how much you should try to get paid for your content, interesting story. So we'll leave it there, and I'll talk to you next time.